Hachi Machi. Greetings, lovers. <laughs> lovers. Greetings, friends. Earthlings. Greetings, lovers of Naruto. Once more, <laughs> we three have arrived to do our dark deeds. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, like kind of like a weekly cult meeting, and each time the leader gives kind of the same sad introduction like, we meet again to do our deadly deeds. <laughs> I oh, am the witch of bowl cuts, <laughs> and my name is Amy, representing the bowl cut chapter for this week's meeting. <laughs> and I am Brendan, Senior Vice President of All Onion Hats for the Cults. It is a noble duty that I do not take lightly, and I am glad that you all trust me with your onion paraphernalia. Hey, Brendan. <laughs> hey, Brendan. Hey, Amy. Hey, this is Amy. Um, so I was hey, kind of doing like a spooky witch voice. Could you also do okay, okay. Yeah, just to like make sure. Yeah, yeah. you want me to do a spooky witch voice? Yeah, thank you. I think it would just like be a little more cohesive for the audience to understand that they're sure. here for the <laughs> weekly chapter meeting of the Naruto cult. Yeah, you got it. You got it. <clears throat> Howdy, partners. It's me. <laughs> oh, my the God. Spooky... Dex is back. <laughs> oh, my God. Tommy the... Lee Jones. <laughs> The spooky witch from... I, you know what? This accent ain't nearly localized enough for me to name a specific state. I'm just gonna say from the southern hemisphere of the United States. And I'm here to cast my spooky witch spell over all y'alls. Was that, was that what you wanted, Amy? Yeah, thank you. That was really good. I mean, it's fair. Like, I think we've kind of stereotyped witches into one voice. And who's to say yeah. that they can't be southern gentlemen of a certain age? <laughs> Ah, uh, and for your final witch, we have DJ Wintermore. Ooh. Wonderful. Well, now that we've all introduced ourselves in a appropriately spooky kind of way, ooh. let's recap. <laughs> ooh, indeed. Let's recap what happened last week. We left Rock Lee, a.k.a. Bullcut Kid, standing over Sakura swearing that he will protect her till his dying breath and sasuke and naruto are not prone and <laughs> some real D energy you threw out there amy <laughs> hey here's a secret people don't say the word prone in conversations you tipped your hand there dm and i've tipped my hand alas alack <laughs> uh I know, I too can't believe that three people doing a Naruto podcast might have other nerdy interests. Impossible. Their nerd limit's over 9,000. This was supposed to be our only thing. You didn't have to roast me so hard. Um, did I miss anything? Naruto and Sasuke are unconscious. Yeah, I mean, our bo- I'm a little worried about our boys. This is the first, the most danger I've seen them in. I think they're fine. We've got, like, 700 more episodes to go. Maybe I also become- think they're fine because, as far as I understand it, we are now in a romantic comedy between Sakura and Rock Lee, a.k.a. Bullcut Boy. And I don't really think anything as serious as death would, you know, invade that precious space that they're building together. <laughs> well... Uh, really only one way to know what's going to happen is to watch the next episode. We could look up Wikipedia if we want. Do we want to do that I mean, time? I mean, we could do that, but then perhaps it would take away our one job of doing the podcast. DJ Winterbone, what? That's not your name. <laughs> Winter, Winterbone? DJ Wintermore. Yes. DJ Winterblood? DJ Wintermore. <laughs> DJ Wintermore, what episode will be watching and at what time? <laughs> uh, like a sexy, se- sexy novel like The Winterbone. Um, we'll be watching Naruto season two, episode six, Sakura Blossoms! Exclamation point at twelve minutes and forty five seconds. Oh, it's because it's her name. Here come the drums.
All right, we're back. Ooh, dramatic. Welcome back to the Colts. <laughs> Welcome back, friends. <laughs> Is that the spooky witch voice? I hope you enjoyed your snack break. Because you, you called me up for using a regular voice, but I feel like your your spooky witch voice is just kind of like a half octave lower. Welcome back, my friends. This is witch Amy. This is regular Amy. We all want in the same. You are forcing me to confront the fact that either I sound like a witch on a daily basis, <laughs> or you genuinely think that me talking like this and me talking like this sounds the same. And I don't know which one's worse for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, so, strands of hair are floating in the breeze as we see a flashback all the way back to bridge days you guys might remember them fondly <laughs> i do not you we know, see lana del rey fallen hero sasuke with a whole bunch of knives and naruto are fighting and sakura goes you guys have always protected me naruto sasuke rock lee and it cuts to rock lee lying on the ground he looks beaten to a pulp this man has really just gone through the ringer Ouchie wouchie, my dude. Put him in some juice because he got beat to a pulp. <laughs> We're just gonna make me stew in this one for a little bit, aren't we? <laughs> no one's gonna, no one's gonna just move on real quick and, and save me from this hell I've created. No, we're just gonna. Well, gonna... the problem was that you perplexed me with it because it was put him in some juice instead of the vine, which is like, give this man some juice or some milk. <laughs> Wait, what? Man needs some milk. <laughs> So it was just, like, perplexing on two accounts because you said put in juice, and then you also said juice, and it's supposed to be, it was just, like, you you transported me to the land of confusion. Anyway, hair is floating, Rockley is on the ground, she's having a pass back to the bridge, and Sakura goes, you know what, it's my time to shine, I am a strong, confident woman, and Naruto, Sasuke, Rockley, like, now it's my turn to stand up ahead and you are going to look at me and my back and my behind and you're going to respect me. And then the camera pans up. Oh, by the way, like while this is all happening, like it cuts to like shocked faces of like everybody watching, um, except Naruto, Sasuke and Rock Lee, because as previously mentioned, they are prone. And <laughs> Bite me, Brendan. And it pans up and we get a glorious like, princess mononoke feeling view of sakura with her new haircut that's right much like a a liberal arts junior woman she (laughs) has chosen to cut off her long hair into a very stylish bob so time for the bisexual sophomore (laughs) bob she looks good (laughs) And then the people from the Sound Village, who are the ones wearing the steel camo, just to remind, uh, they're like, (laughs) and Sakura starts doing a bunch of hand symbols. She starts tutting. She starts, (laughs) wait, is that what they call the, like, finger dancing? I think so. I think you've offended every tutter that's left in the country by calling it finger dancing, but you say tutter and i just hear rav like raving fans of king tut (laughs) if we hadn't already outed ourselves as nerds okay well apparently tutter tutter is a small blue rat entity from the obscure children's show bear in the big blue house which seems a little unfair to bear in the big blue house well, <laughs> where are all my Tutter fans at, huh? Everyone rise <laughs> up and fight this uh, insulting Wikipedia article. Who's coming at our boy Tut? Wait, concerningly, he is seen as a godlike entity. Wait, what? Yeah. Anyway, what was I'm Bear so the sorry. Big Blue House about? I I didn't understand that show at all. So the sound people are like, <laughs> and Sakura starts doing a bunch of really fancy like hand symbols and metal sideburns goes 
I've seen this before. Camo Lady tries to attack Sakura, who turns into a tree stump. And Metal Sideburns is like, (laughs) what a simple ninjutsu. And that's where the episode ends. Have I missed anything? No, no, I, I, I think you got it. Listen, not we. We learned a lot about Sakura this episode. I think we learned she she protect, she attack, and most importantly, she flash back. <laughs> Wait, she fight back? She flash back. <laughs> oh, oh, cause cause she was. Oh my god, that's fantastic. She protect, she attack, she flash back, she fight back. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> So, what do we? How do we rate her haircut on on a scale of one to ten? How how good of a job did she do with that bob? Because I would assume she just kind of like pulled out a ninja knife and kind of sliced off her hair. Well, I mean, it's like she kind of mulaned it, where you know, one foul swoop, and she looks incredible. So, ten out of ten for me. I was gonna say yeah. this brings up a very specific point of beef that I have with characters, <laughs> specifically in cartoons, mm-hmm. who just slash through their hair with, like, one knife. That shit would be so uneven. It would be so uneven. Like, also, if you've Sagra ever seen, should like, look like any... a mess. <laughs> if you've ever seen any YouTube compilation of people cutting their own hair while on camera, and then it unfurls, and they look on in horror at what they've done... <laughs> that is the typical route. How do we think Rockley got his haircut? His was just one big slice and he got that awful bob. Now Sakura on the other hand, she layered that. I mean at least um with Rockley, like he had a pattern to trace. That of a bowl, of course, but still a pattern. <laughs> So what do you think her adversaries were doing while she was kind of sitting there meticulously cutting her hair, lost in the past, fucking like flashing back for I would assume like 30 to 45 minutes. She was taking some soccer time. She was practicing self-care. <laughs> Not enough young ninjas do it these days. <laughs> About to go to battle. Sorry guys, I'm like right in the middle of my self-care routine. Oh, <laughs> totally get it i've also been on my own journey with that please take all the time you need it's hard but i think it's very important that you as a powerful ninja woman like really carve aside that time for you you know you're always giving back to the village but when's the time to get back to sakura um to answer your question i think rockley was doing his best to fight them what was the question (laughs) Brendan wanted to know uh, what the villains were doing while uh, Sakura gave herself a little ombre hair stand. Oh, well, like like in all anime moments, respecting the need for either a monologue or <laughs> a character transition in terms of haircut and look. A monologue is just another form of self-care. I mean, I think, like, if you exist in an anime, you know that that is something special and not something to be messed with, and you give them their time to shine. My other question is, when Naruto and Sasuke wake up, are they gonna notice Sakura has a different haircut? Or in, like, (laughs) typical dude fashion, they're gonna be like, something is, something's different. Did you, do you have new clothes? Did you cut your hair by several feet? What, something's different and I can't quite figure it out. I'm going to say no, because I don't think Sasuke knows Sakura's name. <laughs> Hello, my female companion. Because Devastating she... and also true. <laughs> but when she thinks of Sasuke, Naruto, and Rock Lee, the three people who have protected her, Naruto goes Sakura-chan. Rockley goes Sakura San and Sasuke goes hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> they have a podcast together. Could you imagine like not I couldn't imagine it DJ Winter Not like our friend DJ Winter. <laughs> I mean to be fair, Winter like they Scone. announce it. You don't have to know it. They tell you each episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is a personal attack. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't think i necessarily have anything else to comment on i do i um i hadn't noticed this before but metal sideburns has 
like these guns within his palms, which is really pretty sick. But but where's the gun part? He's got like I agree with you. He's got holes in his hand, and this applies like the Iron Man like ability to shoot lasers. But Iron Man's connected to a big metal suit. He just has some holes in his hands. Does does he got bones? I mean, what's, this what's... is something that I really should have seen earlier, given that his sideburns are literally made out of metal, but he's a robot. Oh, shit. A hundred percent, he is a robot. Oh my god, he is cyborg. <laughs> sideburns, cyborg. God, it was laid out for us. Cyborg. I was there the whole time. <laughs> also, it explains why all of his... Yeah. Um, fellow compatriots from the village of sound are kind of in like these steel you know dark gray tone colors you know like they're showing support for their cyborg (laughs) wait so a cyborg is basically just any person that has some robot parts with them most cyborgs are like i got a robot arm that shoots lasers or i got a cool fucking robot eye he's like i got metal sideburns i am i have enhanced the most nefarious part of my body the part of my body that i use to do combat and that is in fact my sideburns they are metal (laughs) i love how you went from like british chap (laughs) to abraham lincoln giving the gettysburg address we must at all times protect our temples they are the most vulnerable part our temp my temple is my temples are a temple (laughs) the temples are the only human part left of him oh shit (laughs) But yeah, like it just it it's really all coming together for me, especially their outfits. And this time I also noticed that they all have either cow print or steel camo scarves. Just kind of like a little team outfit that they're wearing, and I really love it. Which blends in so well with the forest. It just <laughs> nigh invisible to the naked eye. As we've discussed, the the true a show of a competent ninja is looking absolutely bonkers in most situations. Nah. Well, do we want to see what situations that look bonkers in next? Mm, good segue. Yeah, I would. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's sit, let's take a moment. Instead of just letting that segue kind of roll out the way we wanted it to, let's just kind of sit and appreciate Brendan and his segue ability for a second there. <laughs> okay. Alright, we good? <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> While we're appreciating the segue, I wonder if one could tell us, like, maybe what episode we're watching next, or what time period we're watching it at. Amy, you're really, you're really uh, kind of harshing my segue mellow here. I, I it was a... just such a brilliant segue. I thought that absolutely yeah. you had something to follow it up with. <laughs> oh, almost nothing at all. No. <laughs> uh, if I could put Brendan out of his misery. Um... <laughs> We're going to be watching Season 2, Episode 7, Battle Formation, Ino Shika Cho. Ooh. Um, ah. And that's going to be at 15 minutes and 28 seconds. Ooh, a late viewing. So catch us on the flip side, and we'll have some stuff to talk about, and we'll tell you about, and then you, well, I mean, you'll, you'll see it when you see us. <laughs> All right, and we are back, and my god, Naruto's gotten violent again. The last episode, empowering. Honestly, I watched it, and I felt like I could take on the world. This time I watched this episode, and I, I just, I don't want to lose any body parts. We'll, we'll get into it. So, the episode kicks off, and um, um, one of our boys is awake. Anyone want to guess which one? <laughs> Gosh, having watched the episode, should I make a guess? Yeah. Yeah, take a guess. Who do you think? Take a gander. What do you think? Uh, hmm. It's just a fun little bit for the listeners to play along at home. <laughs> no, this is... They can't even... I, I won't hear if they yell at their at their podcast devices. I can only hear you and Mari, so... <laughs> Who's that pink-haired Pokemon? It's... Sakura! <laughs> yeah, no, so... Yeah, so Sasuke's up. Sasuke woke up. Uh, the most oh, confident of the dudes. Oh, I got it wrong, dudes. man. You did... You did your best, though, and I appreciate you well, playing you this little Well, you asked me to game. take my best guess. And I appreciate you doing your best. But Sasuke is awake, and at first, Sakura is pretty, pretty stoked about this. Um, he's got a new skincare regimen going on. He's got this, like, 
black war paint all over his face, kind of in like a camouflage pattern, and he his eyes have turned red, which I'm sure that's normal. I'm sure that's I'm sure that's not anything bad. But Sasuke is awake. He's got black face paint on and his eyes are red, and he is fucking going to town on these enemy ninjas. Um First, he faces off against our, um, our cyborg, our best friend in the world, Metal <laughs> Sideburns, and he unleashes a new jutsu, um, called the Phoenix Fire Jutsu that looks rad as fuck, and why hasn't he pulled this one out before is my question. <laughs> um, he shoots out some big balls of fire at, uh, Metal Sideburns, and Metal Sideburns is like, Psh, I'll just use my, um, air gun powers that I have all of a sudden to blow out the fire, but what's this? There's shurikens in the fire, and an extremely violent attack, Sasuke just hits Metal Sideburns with a bunch of flying knives, and then slides underneath Metal Sideburns, grabs him by the arms, and then says, you're proud of these arms, aren't you? Which, like, I've never seen him brag about his arms before, and we've seen, I would say, almost every second of this of this show, so <laughs> I don't know what he's referring to there. Arguably two minutes, a complete majority. Listen, if Metal Sideburns loved his arms so much, I feel like we would have heard about it by now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but he's like, I see you love your arms, and then proceeds <laughs> I to- see, like many people, you seem attached to your arms. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little joke for you there. <laughs> a little Sasuke humor. <laughs> Would be a shame if something happened to them, and then proceeds to break both of his arms in a very violent fashion. And Sakura is not super stoked about this. She's like, that can't be. That's not Sasuke. That's gotta be someone else. And she flashes back to a time when Sasuke was chill and not a raging violent maniac. And um, we also see a cutaway to someone who we think looks like um, Freakazoid Creepazoid saying that Sasuke will come for me next. And I think Freakazoid Creepazoid's been out in the sun too long because his face is peeling. He must have a real bad sunburn. <laughs> he is, uh, he's not looking too hot. And yeah, and then the episode ends, well, our, our part of the episode ends when Sasuke turns towards Reverse Detective Pink Eye and he's like... Ah, you're the last one. This'll be fun for me. And the plastics watch from the bush in horror. Captain Underpants especially looks like he is just, his world is ending. He's having none of this. And yeah, that was a very eventful episode, but did, did I miss anything, friends? No, no. Um, I did have something I wanted to bring up to you guys, oh. though. Yes, please do. So it seems like in this, I mean... What we see of Sakura, she's on the ground. She looks kind of defeated, broken, you know? Like, she's obviously been beat up. You know, she's seeing Sasuke in this entirely different light, and she's like, that's not him. I don't get it. And then, from the bushes, we get a pink... Sorry, we get a peek of Regina George, and she, like, on her shit, is like, the quality of his jutsu is completely different. I wonder what's going on. And I find this perplexing. Because Sakura is not only his one of his best friends, but she is his podcast mate. You would think she would notice when he gets a bunch of squiggly leech tattoos and his eyes turn red. And she's like, I wonder what's up. I don't get it. Like, it's just something's wrong with him. And of course, like Regina George being like the queen of the school that she is. She's like, um, girl. So... I like this very much. Sasuke wakes up and Sakura flips her hair is like, notice anything different about me? And he's like, no, notice something different about me? And she's like, no, not at all. <laughs> he kind of flips his face leech tattoos. Like, notice anything new going on with old Sasuke? No, I can't quite put my finger on it. I mean, it's just like, it's so in character with Regina George to notice every single change in aspect of a student Mm-hmm. within her radius mm-hmm. mark it down in the bird bur- burn book there's the ugliest fucking skirt she's ever seen the ugliest fucking <laughs> tattoo she's ever seen it was noted it was recorded in the book burn book and now it is history so shall it be <laughs> so what do we think happened to our boy sasuke in all seriousness um, on my you know vast knowledge of anime that boy possessed <laughs> What gave it away? I don't think so. I think he just... He, um... 
He just likes tearing off arms now. That's his new thing. He's in a real anti-arm kind of mood. Yeah, I don't know what gave it away. It was something like the tattoos, the red eyes, the mm-hmm. faint purple hazy glow around him, the I'm horrified faces it. of his family and friends. I don't well, know, something like that. But where's the evidence, Mari? <laughs> I'm just, I, I for one am shocked that Metal Sideburn's plans of protecting his temples did not actually turn out correctly. He forgot about but, his arms. Another what? tragic mistake in the story of Metal Sideburns. <laughs> yeah, just, did you see how ineffective his, like, palm guns were against Phoenix Fire Jutsu? Yeah. Devastating devastating that poor that poor cyborg i really grew to love him too yeah he and reverse detective pink eye um were both kind of out for the count have we seen his weird red eye thing before we have right i know i've seen it on naruto but i don't remember if i've seen it on sasuke listen amy my mind is a steel trap so if we've seen it before i've almost definitely forgotten it by now just because i'm thinking through it if Freakazoid Creepazoid did something to Sasuke, and in previous episodes, we determined that Freakazoid Creepazoid had hired the camouflage people to pick up mm-hmm. Sasuke, and mm. then in the episode before that, Freakazoid Creepazoid had tried to attack Sasuke. So Freakazoid Creepazoid oh. really wants Sasuke for some reason. And I'm trying to figure out if the red eyes is, like, a Naruto thing. Like, maybe Sasuke is also, like, a demon carrier, or... Oh, my God. Oh. Maybe that's what it looks like when someone is possessed. Oh. I mean, Naruto is possessed by the demon fox spirit. Sasuke right now is presumably possessed by Freakazoid Creepazoid MD. Respect the degree. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I shocked yeah. because I don't believe that man is a medical doctor. <laughs> Amy, his name is Freakazoid Creepazoid MD. There's no other explanation. How else would he have that name? It stands for Major Dingus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you bring a good a good point though, because I had forgotten that um, Freakazoid Creepazoid was specifically only interested in Sasuke, and it seems as if. Freakazoid, Creepazoid, is, their plan is for Sasuke to be in this enraged state, you know, kind of going on this <laughs> arm-breaking rampage. Yeah. And I have to wonder why. And I have, I have, I a, have a theory. For, oh, oh yes. I'm sorry. Okay. Brendan, go. No, mine, mine was nothing. You go. My theory is that Freakazoid, Creepazoid knows that MD. Kanoha, MD, knows <laughs> that Kanoha has a fox demon sealed away in one of their rambunctious 12 year olds oh no but when he was looking around at his pickings he was looking at a crowd of people one of which was wearing an like a vividly lime green all over jumpsuit with orange leg warmers <laughs> uh a kid with a puppy regina george a boy with underwear on his head so he looked after all of his options, and he narrowed it down to Sasuke and Naruto, and took one look at Naruto, just punching himself in the face, probably, and went, nah. Can't be Naruto, that Naruto, not knowing the ninja chant. Yeah. So, this is my very... I think that Freakazoid Creepazoid MD thinks that Sasuke is the nine-tailed demon, and that's why oh. that's why he's trying to get him. I can totally see it. Just being an outside observer, you would be like, absolutely not in Naruto. Definitely <laughs> in Sasuke. <laughs> yeah, that absolutely tracks. I, I think Freak is like Creepyzone MD, though. It's kind of a dunce. Doesn't he know that the show is called Naruto? Like, isn't he paying attention? I mean, Wowie zowie, what an overlook. I, I mean, it's You've right there in the title there. of the show he's in. Did he not read the script before he showed up on set? Wow, so unprofessional. You would think a medical doctor would know better. Yeah, they always read their scripts. I don't think he's a doctor. I will die on this hill. <laughs> uh, Not that this means anything, but we did get a name for... Our fan favorite, Metal Sideburns, slash... R.I.P. <laughs> um, slash Sideburn, Cyborg, 
Um, and it's Zuka. And I think it fits. Moment of silence for Zuka. He'll be missed. <laughs> Pour one out. <laughs> Wear all your grayest camo. <laughs> this is my morning camouflage. <laughs> Oh, I can totally see a Naruto scene where everyone's like around like a grave of metal sirens crying and they're all wearing like dark colors of camo. <laughs> we blend together in our grief, brothers and sisters. <laughs> Wait, where are you guys? I can't see you. Oh my god. <laughs> Soccer is having a bad day though. Her uh, Horcrux wakes up, doesn't remember her name, and then proceeds to get possessed by some other powerful wizard. So she's down a Horcrux, actually. Wait, doesn't remember her name? Yeah, apparently Sasuke just doesn't know what her name is. When did that happen? I forgot that Sasuke is Sakura's Horcrux. (laughs) (laughs) I've forgotten the lore. Amy, this is one of our most important lores. Yeah. I mean, it is a rough day for Sakura because last episode we saw her giving this impassioned speech. It's time to stand behind me now. We're coming to this episode. Girl is beat up. <laughs> exactly how self-care days go. <laughs> this girl is beat up and her best friend slash podcast mate slash horcrux is now possessed by somebody else. Yeah, it's just like Sasuke get my back now. I'll take the lead. And he's like, what? Sorry, I wasn't listening. Too busy breaking this guy's arms. What'd you, what'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. <laughs> Notice anything different about me? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> uh, well, I guess, you know, putting aside all of these debates and discussions, the only way to truly prove... What we don't know is to watch more Naruto. So let's uh let's rhymed. take a the beginning hot... of a good song. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know if you've heard our previous hits, but we've got a, a sequel cooking. <laughs> um, the only way to prove what we don't know is to watch more Naruto. Here we go. Ah, nice. Um, what are we watching? What's the episode called? Where are we watching it at? It it better rhyme. That's all I have. That's, that's all I know. So, we're going to be watching Naruto Season 2, Episode 8. Akumaru trembles. Gara's cruel strength! Exclamation point. Uh, oh. Uh, and that's going to be at 14 minutes and 53 seconds. This would feel a lot more powerful if I had any dang clue who those people were. <laughs> Watch some Naruto. Um, welcome back, guys, gals, and ghouls. Um, we have had a very fun and exciting two minutes, and I'm here to break it down for y'all. Freaking freaking fresh. Freaking 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 word. So, um. We begin with seeing a couple of dudes being covered with these kind of tree-like projections that are just absolutely swallowing them up in a very terrifying (laughs) manner. Um, Kind of like reverse quicksand, where you don't sink into the ground, but the ground sinks up to you and takes you whole. Oh my god, slow sand. (laughs) Um, And we discover that the person controlling this awesome power is our boy... Hot Topic, a.k.a. Gara, um, And in doing so, by defeating these enemies, he and his team get a Heaven Scroll. Now, who's on his team? We have Gara, we have Gwen Stefani, and we have Kitty Kitty Brendan. Now, despite all logic in the terms of that these people <laughs> literally could not look any more dissimilar, apparently they are siblings. <laughs> Let's recap. Bef- one ki- one is blonde. Uh-huh. One is redhead with no eyebrows. I don't know if that's a personal choice or a genetic thing. And the uh-huh. other one And one is, is a, a cat. cat. <laughs> so, before we go any further, we need to give them a group name. 
Okay, this is a mm, this is an interesting question you've posed to me. Well, who is the most wild family you guys can think of? The Kardashians. That's right. It's the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> also, I I'm so happy my strategy of throw out a question and hope Mari has a has a good answer for it worked out wonderfully because <laughs> I did not have an answer to that question at all. I mean, I think. I forget who brought this up earlier, but Fall Out Boy, I think, is strong because they are a family through music. They are not a family through looks and or genetics. That's true. They are a family brought together by eyeliner and the need for speed. <laughs> they are a family brought together by just relating so hard to the high school experience, even though they are now, I would say, in their mid-40s. <laughs> I know what it's like to have a first crush, but I'm 45! <laughs> Amy, you, like, blue-screened there. <laughs> yeah. Because I forgot what their name was. They're they're not One Direction, but they toured with One Direction. Five Seconds of Summer? Oh. Oh. That's it. Five Seconds of Summer could really work. Five Seconds of Summer. But it's Five Seconds of Sand, because the guy can control dust or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I do love a pun. It's not really a pun, but yes, let's go. Five seconds of sand. Five seconds of sand. Wait, That's also, also why five seconds of summer? Out of all things in the universe, why five seconds of summer? Because they... they are, I think, technically an emo punk band. Yeah. They're like yeah. they're they're like pop punk. I mean, we could just call them pop punk. Yeah, the entire genre of pop punk. <laughs> that way, we don't have to get too specific. Gwen Stefani will now fit in it. Hot Topic will now fit in it, and Cats will now fit mm-hmm. in it. Pop Punk. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Gord Topic and the Pop Punk band. Uh, they're back together. They have a Heaven Scroll. And um, Kitty Kitty Brendan is saying to Gara, you know, hey, we got a Heaven Scroll. Let's head out of here. You know, we're all good. Let's just, you know, take mm-hmm. this and run. And uh, Gord Topic, a.k.a. Gara, is like, mm, you a coward, little boy? Let's, let's keep on going. <laughs> I'm sorry. Step up to the plate. Step up to the street. He essentially, <laughs> he essentially does the, the ninja version of two dudes circling each other and going, you want to go? You want to fight? You want to fight, bro? Let's fight. Hold me let's back. Go. Hold me back, dude. No, hold me back. <laughs> hold me back. And... Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, he does not hold him back. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gore Topic goes after the Scooby Gang, uh, who contains, as we might remember, um, Hinata, our lovely darling girl, um, Fred, uh, who has these fantastic blacked-out sunglasses on, and Shaggy, of course, because this is the boy carrying around a full-size dog. <laughs> Um, so Gore Topic turns to the Scooby Gang, swarms up what looks like a army of locusts, and they're all trembling, absolutely terrified. Hot Topic is looking at his friends like, I'll do it. Hold me back, I'll do it. I'm gonna give him the insects. <laughs> and we end on that. Does he give him the insects? Does he not? I don't know. With only five minutes left in the episode, I would say... We won't know until the next episode because he's swarming those insects for five continuous minutes. Wait, you minutes. guys keep saying he insects. Is I up don't his think it's attack. insects. I think it's dust or sand. Oh. What do you think dust is? It's insects. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> those, those are synonyms. Okay, I just wanted to check. Make sure we're all <laughs> yeah. on the same page. I'd hate for one of us to get something about Naruto wrong. <laughs> Heaven forbid! <laughs> We've made it so far without an without an error. It would hate to break our streak now. <laughs> and that's how boats were invented. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to say that he loads up an attack but does not fire. I agree. I think, for the most part, Gara is all talk, no no substance, no business. He puts his eyeliner on, he shaves his eyebrows off, but at the end of the day, he just can't do it. I strongly disagree because we did open up our two-minute chunk with him viciously murdering two dudes. Yeah, but those were no names. Wait, okay, so your, so your stipulation is that he's a, he's a sociopathic, cold-blooded killer, unless it comes to Ohana, because Ohana means family. 
Ohana means family. And family means nobody gets drowned in quicksand or forgotten. <laughs> no ninjas with screen time get get actually murdered. Yeah, he's a main character pacifist for sure. Uh, side characters just fucking violent as hell. But as long as you have, uh, as long as you have some kind of clout on Instagram, total pacifist. Um, I'd like to. So, are you done with the recap? I am. Take it away. Okay. I think watching this clip, I was struck by something, which is that. I think the best ninjas are the ones who hide in the bushes and watch the other ninjas throw down with each other. Because that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think we just have a lot of show-offs. Everybody's mm-hmm. just got mad Naruto's beef. a show-off. Um, Gara's a show-off. Arguably, Sasuke's a show-off. We have a lot of, like, really strong uh, look-at-me personalities, despite all being ninjas. This is true. So I think we have two new characters we need to name. Okay. Um, Sand Person 1 and Sand Person 2. <laughs> they came out of the ground looking fly as fuck, and I want to know more about those fine Yes, fellas. just like Teddy Roosevelt. These are two characters we will seize on to and will definitely be seen in future episodes. I wonder how Teddy's doing in the Hunger Games. What do you think his his MO is? How's how's he uh... We firmly established that Teddy Roosevelt has never actually answered the tenth <laughs> question for the first part of the Chunin exams, but has taken it forty times, thus making him the most qualified in the ninja village of Konoha to stand on Mount Rushmore. Listen, now that I hold the cannon stick, I I get to decide what happens in Naruto. I would like to think that this time, the proctors took pity on him. They're like, you know what, Teddy? You can just go to the next level. It's okay. You've you've proven your worth on this test, five hundred fold. Get in the Hunger Games. How do you think he's? How do you think he would survive in this world of giant snakes, and fabulous sand people, and arm breaking possessed ninja friends? What do you What do you think his his strategy? Hey, Brendan. Is? Mom says it's my turn with the cannon hey, stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you. It's Tuesday. Tuesday's my cannon stick day. Okay. Can I have it, though, anyway? Yeah. Okay, cool. I think Theodore Roosevelt is Creepazoid Freakazoid MD. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> We're taking the cannon stick away. You're not allowed to have the cannon <laughs> stick oh, anymore. <laughs> it's too late. No, it's cannon! Well, she said it with the cannon stick, so now it's cannon. Oh, man. Um, What went wrong? Can I have it back, though? One second. Can I have it back, though? Are you going to break more of <laughs> With our what toys? you just did? Absolutely not. Okay, here it is. Thank you. Um, canonically, Guy MCA has the best assets <laughs> within <laughs> the entire world of Naruto. You can have the cannon stick back. The, the energy you're giving to me right now is absolutely someone who walks past a news reporter, grabs the microphone, and is like, Hey, what's up, Delaware? It's me, uh, Brendan. You can go in. Wait, Mari, Mari, can I have the, can I have the cannon stick? Here's a cannon stick. Jimmy Neutron's in the Hunger Games. You can have it back. <laughs> hey, Mari. Hey, Mari. Can Jesus I have fucking Christ. Stick? He made it in. Can I have the cannon stick? <laughs> yes, you can have the cannon stick. Um, I think that the thing about Jimmy Neutron isn't canon, and also no one can ever mention the words Jimmy Neutron in the capacity of Naruto ever again. I'm going to hand the cannon stick over to Mari because she hasn't had a turn with it yet. And this is a fair and equal trio who's also going to say the same thing so we don't have to deal with this. Here you Mari, go, Mari. Mari here's the cannon Mari, stick. Mari, I'm, I'm going to let you finish, but can I, can I borrow the cannon stick for one quick second? Here's the cannon stick. Jimmy Neutron's in the Hunger Games and he's on a team with Teddy Roosevelt and they're just looking for their third member. You can have it back. When we meet that third character, we'll know. We'll know who's on their team. Well, thank you guys for the cannon stick. Um, I undo everything that you guys just said, and I break it over my knee. (laughs) No! Hey, Brendan, look at what I have in my pocket. (laughs) What are you having? Is that a kumquat? No. It is a fan fiction stick, though. So we can just kind of get rolling. Amy, Amy, can I see the fan fiction stick? Yeah, yeah, here you go. We all have the fan fiction stick. That's what makes it so beautiful. Jimmy Neutron and Teddy Roosevelt you- are in love. 
Bringing it back to Mean Girls, the fan fiction stick is just the broken up prom queen crown handed out to all those <laughs> in the audience. You're all fan fiction writers now. That's beautiful. Wait, so how much of that was canon? <laughs> Listen, with the fan fiction stick, anything goes. I nullified all canon stick arguments, and it is broken in pieces, lying in the tattered floor of this podcast. It was so powerful. <laughs> I had Jimmy Neutron for one shining moment. Yeah, I guess Mari's right, and we did kind of go mad with power. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll do it again right. if given the opportunity. <laughs> Well, I'm going to reflect on my actions and really think about how I can grow as a person so you guys can all look at my behinds the next time we <laughs> record this. Uh, Amy, I appreciate that moment of self-growth, and I'm inspired by you, and I, too, will take some time to reflect and really think hard about how I can get Jimmy Neutron into this podcast, because I swear to God I will do it if it's the last thing I do. I'm glad you picked up on that and not the fact that I implied that I have two asses. So we're going <laughs> to... Whoa! <laughs> hey, Maury, can I see the rewind stick? Um, mm, Sorry, rewind stick broke. <laughs> well, nothing we can do then. Um, I mean, in a nutshell, that's Naruto. I don't super remember what we discussed or what we decided was canon. <laughs> But, I mean, is that Naruto? I can't believe it's Naruto. I think what we came down to is Sasuke is currently possessed by yes. most likely Freakazoid Creepazoid. MD. Mm-hmm. Sakura gave herself a fresh new look. Mm-hmm. Gord Topic and his pop punk band brother and sister are beefing in the forest and Teddy Roosevelt remains at large. And maybe Naruto is dead. We haven't seen him in, like, four episodes. I think he's dead. He's having a self-care day. He Oh, good for him. He needs one. Mm-hmm. He's gonna show up looking fresh as hell. Well, folks? Well, I can't believe that's not Naruto. Yeah. Goddamn, stole the words right out of my mouth. I can't believe that's not Naruto. Yeah. I mean, you've got me. I can't believe it's not Naruto. I knew I'd get you. Well, okay, so as <laughs> always, we're, as we're gearing up for next week's fine, fabulous, fantastic fluorescent episode, um, ooh, do you guys have any updated predictions on who you think's gonna win the Hunger Games? Because a lot's changed since we thought. I think Regular Man had the original pick. Oh yeah, frankly, I kind of forgot that we were still playing the Hunger Games. Like when they picked up the Heaven Scroll, I was like, oh right, that. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a reason all these children are trying to murder each other. Um, uh, hmm. I guess my money is on Gwen Stefani, and I will tell you why. Okay, tell me why. I think I think you her... mean, tell me why I never <laughs> That's the words, right? Her intelligence will win her this game. Um, because she is, as we all know, the yet? spelling queen champ oh is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Oh I think of that every time I have to spell bananas. How mm-hmm. often do you have to spell bananas? Mm, obviously on a daily basis, Brenda. Mari, what <laughs> other letters would be in bananas? Mari has never and will never have a potassium deficiency. <laughs> I take that to my grave. Mari, if... Gwen Stefani weren't here to enlighten us all. How would you spell bananas? Um, I don't think I would. I think I would avoid the word entirely. <laughs> well, I'm glad she can illuminate your life and illuminate these Hunger Games. I'm with you. She's going to win. All my money's on it. Yeah? Everything I own. All your money's also on Gwen Stefani? Everything I own on this tertiary character who's not named in the title of the show. I think she's going to come away with the W here. <laughs> Okay, fantastic. Amy, you got any bets? I'm going to put my money on Sasuke because he was already the strongest of the three that we saw, but now he's got tattoo juice running mm. through his bod, so <laughs> I will see I will see that spiky-haired sullen boy in court. Oh, in oh. the competition. I'll see you in court. That man stole my tattoo juice. You son of a bitch. 
son of a bitch. <laughs> That's Naruto. I can believe that is Naruto. Wait, did Mari give her? Did Mari cast her vote? Did yeah, it DJ was for Winterbone yeah, throw she... that first stone? Who threw the first sword? Who <laughs> threw the first sword, you guys? Um, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening, uh, for participating in this week's Naruto episode. Um, my name is Amy and I hope everybody is just, you know what? I hope that everybody finds a song that they just absolutely jive with and they listen to on repeat like 40 times. Wow. Oh, that's lovely. Well, my name is Brendan, and I just want to give a, a word of caution out there to, you, to all you folks. Just remember to share the cannon stick once in a while. You don't want to... You want to let everyone get a turn with it. This is DJ Winter's Bone. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and Fashion Corner, eyeliner's in. Get it now. Stock up. Put your stocks in eyeliner. A oh, last second Fashion Corner. What a treat. Do you think... If Sakura has the Mulan ability to cut her hair off perfectly, Hot Topic has the Mulan ability to remove his makeup with a single <laughs> swipe of his sleeve. Absolutely. Ugh. Fantastic point. Who is that boy I see, eyeliner gone, staring back at me? <laughs> Thanks for listening to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. Have we just gotten the plot of Naruto so right? We have. You can send us your congratulations to our Gmail at I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto at gmail.com, spelled exactly the way you think it is. Or if pictures are more your speed, you can check us out at Instagram at It's Not Naruto. Uh, we will be posting pictures and screenshots of every character we've named in the show. So, if our word pictures are somehow not enough to paint the perfect mental image, you can check out the actual <laughs> picture on Instagram. Or if you're a hundred, you can check us out on Facebook at I can't believe it's not Naruto. And finally, for all those who hate long format and love short format, find us on Twitter at can't be Naruto. Hi everyone. Thank you for listening to I can't believe it's not Naruto. While this podcast is meant to be a comedy, I want to stress that we do not intend to make fun of any names that we may happen across in the show. We do our best to pronounce things correctly, and if we are pronouncing something wrong, please let us know. Thank you, and enjoy... I can't believe it's not Naruto.